Praying for 40 days straight at the Western Wall in Jerusalem is a famous Jewish practice. Many have made the pilgrimage to pray for marriage, income, children, or healing. Now you too can have a 40-day prayer. Western Wall Prayers will employ a full-time Torah student to pray on your behalf or on behalf of a loved one for 40 days straight at the Wall. If you need a special prayer, visit westernwallprayers.org. That's westernwallprayers.org. Right, folks, you are listening to Yeshai and Friends on Israel National Radio. Today is the 11th of Kislev. Kiss the heart. Kislev. 5769, the 8th of December, 2008. And today is all about one thing, and that is the Likud, the Likud, what do they call it? Referendum? No. Primaries. That's what it is, the Likud primaries. And it's huge. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody wants to be part of it because there's more excitement in this year's primaries than ever before, and that is because of Moshe Faglin. Moshe Faglin has just made it exciting for uh, this whole race. You know, anyway, the the uh, country was swinging towards Likud, which is towards a more right-wing type of um, perspective. Everybody was swinging, swinging towards uh, Likud anyway. But the whole Moshe Faglin... Manigut uh, Yudit element within the Likud, that very kind of like edgy, exciting, um, uh, some people could say extreme, other people can say innovative and new. And there is a sense like people want to talk about the, there's a reason for the media to talk about uh, the Likud. And there's a lot of great people inside the Likud, like uh, certainly Moshe Feglin and, and his, uh, his right hand man. Uh, Shmuel Sackett, and there's other people, there's all kinds of people, there's old players like Ruby Rivlin, uh, there's uh, Michal Kleiner, uh, the, the founder of the Harut Party is kind of uh, coming back, uh, Gilad Erdan, uh, Yuli Edelstein, our, our old friend, and they're all kind of vying, jockeying for a position, and there's a sense like there's actual democracy going on here as, as though we can elect the kind of party that we want to actually see, and that is a party that is uh, true to the land of Israel and true to the state of Israel, really true to the to values of the state of Israel. That's what we're hoping for. Um, you know, there's just just few moments like that in, in in Israel, and I'm just like, please let us have it. Now everything is computerized this year, and the Likud. You'd think that everything would be go quickly. It would everything would go quickly, but actually, it's taken something up to like 15 minutes for every person to vote. I'm going to vote right after work, and a person that's at the voting polling uh, the the booths out there campaigning for Moshe Feiglin uh, is our very own friend, Benjamin Nekonechny. Welcome to the show. Where are you, Benjamin? Uh, right now I'm on Alex Street in downtown Ramat Gan. Shalom, Misha. How are you doing? Okay, great. So so you are in the heat of the voting. Oh, yes, definitely. The heat of the voting here. There's much uh, turmoil here in Bien, uh, Bialik Street in uh, Ramat Gan. I was earlier in uh, Ganeta Uchaim Tel Aviv, where the uh, party at the end of the night is going to take place, the official uh, party party, <laughs> if you'll uh, excuse the pun. Right. Um, and uh, there are a lot of people there. For, um, you heard about the, uh, the, the cable that was cut earlier this morning. 
Um, for the first hour and a half of the voting, there was no connection with the computers in uh, uh, Shoham, Beit Shemesh, Lod, Jerusalem, the whole area. Um, all the voters of the Tafiyavirit were spread all over, and that caused quite a, uh, quite a line everywhere. But uh, things are moving forward. Listen, you talked about how long it takes to vote for each person. The, the truth of the matter is 12 names is a lot. And you see the numbers, and you first have to look for the name and then look for the number and then make sure that you put in the right uh, number. And if you don't come in with a prepared list, it, it's going to take you a long time. Well, I have a prepared list. I mean, do you have a prepared list? There's a lot of discussion about lists. What's the list that you're following or that you're getting people to follow? Well, there is the list that, uh, that Manhigut Yudit put together of the people that we're working with, people that are um, worthy of our vote, uh, people, that are, people that have worked with us and not against us. Uh, since a few names, we have... Um, uh, Sagiv Asulin, who's uh, a non-religious, and he's from the south of the country. Uh, he's in the uh, he's running for the uh, young spot, you know, the the Seirim and the Likud. And uh, he pulled with us since Tiknat Kut. He's been with us all along. Um, you know, that's a, that's a true cooperation with him. And uh, we have other people such as Gilad Ardan and Gidon Sal, Ruvi uh, Rivlin, Michael Ratzon, who paid uh, with you know. They're paid for, by office for what they did in order to try and stop the Hitna Kut. Uh, we have La Nessus. The, the Hitna Kut is the disengagement, the eviction from Gush Katif. Okay. Yes. So the, the, uh, the bottom line is that Manigut Yudit will not, for anyone uh, who raised their hand for the Hitna Kut, uh, the only person on the list who's close to that is Gila Gamliel, who voted against the disengagement, but then voted uh, for the government when uh, the uh, the Labor Party was joined in. Uh, she was she was offered a uh, a um, an office for that, and she later regretted and resigned. Like three days later, uh, she repented, and she's on our good side. Um, listen. Everything here is, uh, is, it's like a festival. Everyone is standing around, everyone's giving out all these notes, everyone's giving out all these flyers, stickers everywhere, everyone's shirts, little kids are around here. It's a real democratic festival, and I hope that the outcome of the day is going to be democratic, no politics on any side and so on. What, what are you hoping for? What are you realistically hoping for today? Realistically, I'm hoping to get Moshe Segin in, uh, into the Knesset. That means anywhere between uh, places uh, 2 and 19, not including 10, which is uh, reserved for a woman, uh, would definitely be, would definitely get, in, get him in as the polls are showing 37 and up for the Likud in the next elections. Wow. Uh, we have also Asia Antov and Shmuel Sakis who are running for the, uh, for the Olim, the new immigrant slots uh, in the Likud, and I hope we get both of them in. Um, you know, we, I hope that all the people, uh, n- none of the new stars that are, have come from the left will get in, uh, that will have a, uh, a good, um, loyal to Israel, loyal to Jewish people list for the, for the coming elections to the Likud, and Bezat Hashem, all will be good. Very good. Benjamin Akrechi, thank you so much from Tel Aviv and from the, uh, the heart of the Democratic Festival that's happening within the Likud Party. Thanks so much. Yeah, okay. Bye-bye. Okay, and Ben Bresky, our very own Ben Bresky, was also in Jerusalem today in the heart of the voting there. Ben, what can you report to us? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, like Benjamin stated, it was very much like a festival. I just got back from it. 
there was a lot of people, and the most elaborate thing was someone was dressed in a teddy bear costume. I believe that was for Yehiel Leiter. Um, and there were these huge, huge banners. It was at the Benyane Ha'uma Convention Center, and there was a very long line, and I would estimate it took at least an hour to get through the entire line and security check and process, and I personally was not eligible to vote. Oh. <laughs> because you have to be a member of the Likud for at least a year and a half, or else you're not in the computer system which I knew beforehand, but I decided to see what would happen as a journalist, <laughs> go in there. I took a lot of photos, and there's going to be a big photo essay on IsraelNationalNews.com. Uh, also, it costs 35 shekels to a year to what? be a member, if you did not know. And I saw so many friends and familiar faces, and it was like a, um, a, home, a homecoming or something. Like, hey, I haven't seen you in years. You're here, too? Everyone was there. That sounds like fun. I also got a Zev Jabotinsky t-shirt, which was kind of funny since uh, he was a Zionist leader from the 1920s and 30s, and now his grandson is running. That's pretty cool. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it's cool. Um, Would you have voted for him? I guess, but I think I, like most other people, really don't know anything about him except his grandfather. But isn't that good enough? (laughs) I don't know. And a lot of people were talking about Moshe Faglin. Moshe Faglin was there. Shmuel Sackett was there, hanging around, chatting with people. Uh, and one person came up to me. Everyone comes up to you and gives you flyers for their candidate. And one person saw that I had a sticker, and they said, Wait, you like Faglin? Don't vote for her. Wait, you like Faglin? Do you like Faglin? You're with Faglin, right? Right. Everyone was talking about Faglin. They could tell by your long hair that you were Faglinite? <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, um, it could have been the Kippa, too. <laughs> what, was your, what was your impression? Did you think that Faglin was strong? Did you feel that people were uh, kind well, of... Well, I think that sometimes we can be fooled. For example, uh, today at the Likud primaries, there were so many people with Kippas and the orange ribbons for Gush Katif, and Fagelin was everywhere with the posters. So what does that mean? Will he get in or not? Because, you know, the, the disengagement happened, and yet it seemed like so many people were against it. Hmm. Interesting, interesting point. Interesting point. Did it feel like a, did it feel, did you feel kind of that, it, that, that this was a cheap type of thrill, kind of political, kind of, was it like a no, carnival, or was it real? Uh, well, if I had never experienced such a thing before, perhaps, but at all the Gush Katif protests and similar things, even at sad things, you couldn't help but to see familiar faces or friends you hadn't seen in a while, and it's almost unavoidable that there would be a kind of a festival atmosphere. In fact, I got candy uh, for Sylvain Shalom. So there was a, name on it. a lot of very familiar names were uh, kind of uh, are and were kind of on this list, and uh, yes, the, and a lot of very unfamiliar names, as Benjamin Nakanechny, I believe, mentioned Sagi Vasulin, who is a new guy running for the youth, or I guess young adult uh, category. Uh, he was apparently in Gush Katif and dragged out. I've never heard of him before, but he's running. Okay, very good. Now, Benjamin, I'm going to ask people to call in, and the number, the lines are open, 1-800-270-428. That's from Israel, 1-800-270-4288 from uh, North America. And you can always call our regular number, which is uh, 
0299724425 and we will call you back you call me from Guam or from Puerto Rico or from anywhere else in the world and uh, I'd love to hear from you I want to hear who you'd vote for did you have any kind of list that you were going in with Yes, well, we were talking about lists in, in the front uh, as we were waiting to be uh, ushered in. By the way, they ushered, ushered people into the building in stages, so only maybe 20 at a time. The rest of the people waited outside, mm-hmm. um, and there was a huge line. Uh, and, and in that line, people were talking Fagelin, Fagelin, you know, and, and also there were rumors like, Fagelin has people on his list that voted for the disengagement, although we haven't actually heard these names before, you know, or maybe they didn't vote for the disengagement. But, but that, I think, was a main issue for people, who, who was pro-disengagement and who was anti-disengagement and who's who. Very good. Okay, so that that it looks like the disengagement that happened a long time ago, um, almost two years ago, is still very much in the minds of uh, some of the Likud voters, at least. Well, I say that, but what I mean is, in addition, last week what happened in Hebron and right. the continuing things. The continuing things, like the now. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that if Israel got a very big Likud, that, that we would be safe from further disengagements or safe from uh, further you know, evictions and that, and that everything would be right if we had a nice right-wing government. The sense I got from talking to people is they are very skeptical, even if Moshe Fagelin were in the Knesset. Well, they got Ariel Sharon to go disengagement. Maybe they'll get Fagelin too. There's a great sense of they're all against us. There's nothing we can do. The political process has failed us, and the system is built against us, and the powers that be with all the money will do whatever they want regardless. That's very interesting. So what you're saying is on the one hand, there's a, uh, the, 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 like a Democratic Party that is uh, like a, this festival of voting within the Likud, but voting for the Likud and having a, in, in the uh, national uh, elections, that people are much more afraid of, much more uncertain of, and they're much more uncertain about actually politics being something that where, where, where the salvation will come from. Yes, I must agree with that. In fact, I bumped into someone from Beitel who told me she's voting in the Likud primaries, but she's not going to vote for Likud for Knesset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's very interesting stuff indeed. Well, I have to go voting right after the show. I am going to uh, vote um, for the list that I've prepared here. I've got people like Kleiner, Michael Kleiner. I've got Fagelin, I've got Rivlin. I got uh, Ayub Kara. He's supposedly like a really pro Eretz Israel. Uh, um, and he's not Jewish. And he's not Jewish. Hey, we're not. You know, we're not myopic here. You know, I was sitting waiting next to someone that was born in Hungary. Uh, I was born in America, and on the other side of me was someone born in Moscow. And we were commenting, "Wow, all these different countries, and here we are voting." In Israel. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So, um, it's from throughout the world, and there is, in, in fact, even a spot for uh, uh, Olim, for, for, for new immigrants. So, one of those Olim is, what's her name? Entov. What's her first name? I'm sorry, I don't really know. Right, but, and then Shmuel Sackett. Well, I will say some interesting names. Uh, Shmuel Sackett, I, I saw, and he's running for the Olim slot, and he's a veteran activist who... 
uh, was arrested many times uh, fighting against the Oslo Accords, and now he's running in the Likud primaries. Uh, but there were so many names, like the name you just mentioned, that I simply have never heard of before, even though I work at Israel National News. Uh, one name that I have heard of is Penina Rosenblum, who in the 60s was in many movies. She's kind of like a, a, uh, a romantic star with blonde hair, and then she started a cosmetics line, and she's running for Likud. Okay. And you'll see in my photo essays, the lady with blonde hair and lipstick. Oh, you saw her, or you no, saw pictures her of her? not her personally, but her, uh, her flyers were hard to miss. <laughs> Why, were they suggestive of you voting? No, no, not. They weren't, like, romantic or anything, but it was just funny. I guess I could liken it to Arnold Schwarzenegger running, you know? He became a politician after being an actor. Actors could never actually win uh, uh, political seats, Ben. <laughs> Except for Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Ronald Reagan. Yes. And others. All right, Ben, thanks very much for uh, being with us on the program. That's Ben Bresky of the Beat fame. And, of course, uh, going to put up a, a very interesting uh, photo essay of the Likud primaries. Thanks so much for being with us, Ben. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we have with us Gidon Ariel, who is a uh, Likud member and a Likud activist with us. Hi, everybody. Come and vote for the Likud. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Indeed. Gidon, uh, Gidon, first thing, tell us you were running for the... Uh, for for a seat in the municipal elections in Malad Dimim under the Likud banner. What happened there? I was not running under the Likud banner as I. Oh right, uh, right, right. I remember now. Sorry, sorry. It was called Tovah Arts Mod Mod. Thank you very much. Yeah, Tovah Arts Mod Mod, and we got uh, only about fifty, a hundred seat, uh, votes too few in order to get in. Ooh. But it's okay. You know, the only losers are the ones that don't play. I felt that I won a lot of experience. A lot of people, over four, almost four hundred people, voted for me. And uh, you only needed about 600 people in order to get in. Wow. Yes, sir, we were doing we were doing pretty well, and we'll uh, we'll get to it the next time. But we're not talking about Malaydamin today. No. We're talking about the future of Eretz Israel. Yes, Yishai. Go ahead. Tell me tell me what you're thinking. Tell me where you are, what you're doing, what you're voting. Tell me. For, first of all, I'm uh, standing in one of the most beautiful cities of uh, Israel, Malaydamin, where we have nearly complete agreement amongst all the people in our Sneef and our branch of the Likud. We have a few disagreements, but it's okay. We're all brothers and friends over here. And uh, um, even though we had a little technical difficulties this morning, I haven't heard the news all day, but in Yushalayim, evidently, all the uh, telephones and computers fell for about two hours, not only for the Likud, but from everybody <laughs> for about two hours in the morning. But uh, since then, everything's okay. And now we, uh, we have about uh, 40, 50% um, people have uh, already voted here in Malay. I mean, we're having a lot of people coming from Yushalayim. Also, it's only about 20 minutes, because in Yushalayim, as you know, there's 8,000 people who are voting. Here in Malay, I mean, only about 800. Right. So uh, it's easy and fun, and everybody's smiling and giving uh, all right, good. That's on the back. That's all nice and dandy, but who are you voting for? What, what's your feeling about who's going to win? Okay, what, one thing is for sure, and that we here in Malay Dumim uh, have a big, strong affinity for the people who made sure to vote against the disengagement plan of uh, uh, Sharon and uh, those who stayed in the managed to stay in the Knesset. First of all, all those who stayed in the Likud, and those who stayed in the Likud and managed to get in the Knesset, those who didn't manage to get in the Knesset and were out, we are um, we are strengthening them. Uh, today, in order for them to get them back into the Knesset, like who? Oh, uh, that's for example. Just one second, I got one. So Ruby Rivlin, for example, right. very strong. Um, Gila Gamliel, we want her back into the Knesset. Gidon Sar, uh, Moshe Kachlon, 
basically there were about 13 or 14 of these Chavrei Knesset who stayed uh, with the Likud. Um, about half of them did not get in. But uh, we're going to help them get back in today. So that was Kachlon. I got to write down on my list a few. Uh, yeah, hey, afterwards you'll talk to me. I'll tell you all the. Oh, well, there the you go. This is this is the stuff. And and how are you feeling about uh, about elections? How are you feeling about um, about about these primaries? First thing, do you do you believe that they're going to go kind of like the straight, or do you think there's going to be, as we say, foyer sticking, all kinds of tricks played? I'll get... tell you what. I've been I've been in the Likud for about six seven years, and I've been extremely impressed, in spite of what other people might say, with the uh, mostly with the. Uh, um, computer department, they they work the way things are supposed to be. Things got a little bit hairy this uh, past few weeks when uh, the uh, chairman of the Likud party decided on the last minute to change from 10 names that you had to fill in and, and, and said that would be 15. We ended up uh, agreeing on 12. And whether we vote for the uh, new immigrants' uh, uh, representatives within those 12 or outside of those 12, those are things that I did a little bit at the last minute. I didn't like that too much. But uh, that's the way uh, things go. And we expect that there are going to be a lot of Likudnikim that are voting today to uh, make sure that we're going to have the best Likud list that we can have. And I want to also, of course, mention Moshe Feiglin, who is going to get into the Knesset. I don't know if he's going to be number uh, five on the Likud list. He's going to be number 10, number 15, but he's definitely going to be in. He's going to probably bring with him another uh, one or two or maybe even all uh, four of the people that uh, are running together with him. And the uh, half a dozen or so people who aren't uh, from Manigud Yudit, from the uh, Jewish leadership faction within the Likud, but uh, recognize that we have to uh, turn around and start bringing true Jewish values to this state, and the place to start is within the Likud party, which is the uh, party of the Jewish people. And let me ask you a question. You feel that 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 even with a, do you think that uh, Benjamin Netanyahu would ever, even with good people like Moshe Feiglin inside, do you really think that he's going to stay true to the 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 the, the belief that the land of Israel is indivisible and that it's a gift from God and that we're we're, we're not to divide, we're not to give it away, and we're to strengthen security? Or do you think that with a with a president, American president like Barack Obama, a Bibi Netanyahu, the head of the state, would go hand in hand with him and try for further concessions as we? have seen in the past in, with Likud governments and, and the head of the country? We, we, first of all, we have to thank God that now we have an opportunity that Israelis, um, at this point, uh, at least as far as the polls are concerned, think that it's time to bring in the Likud uh, government again, even though uh, in the past we saw that uh, the, the, the uh, Likud party was basically hijacked by Omri Sharon and, and uh, his henchmen, and all those people, thank God, left to the uh, uh, left-wing party, the Kadima party. Now we have a, uh, a party that is right, central, and I have a feeling it's going to be heavy on the right side. And uh, I do think that Netanyahu uh, is going to have a difficult time uh, with uh, Obama and with the uh, European Union, and with the same thing that uh, the Jews have all over the time. Hen an the madad How do you translate that, uh, Yishai? You, you dwell alone, the nation of Israel. That's right. The nation alone. of Israel dwells alone, and uh, we have to be strong. And that's why I'm in the Likud, in order to strengthen uh, the chairman of the party, uh, in this case, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, to make sure that he stands strong. He believes that it's important to hold on to the security of the state, and obviously he's a, he's a, a true expert in the history. Jewish history. His father is. Get on, the, get on. I want to cut you off and thank you very much and good luck with the Likud elections. That's right, and make sure in, this, in February vote Likud. Okay, very good. All, all right, get on. Right. Thank you very much Never for mind. being with us. Stay tuned. Thank you, 
Aleph Shin. The number one best-selling Jewish techno-thriller novel was unique for the Jewish market in excitement, imagination, and inspiration. Now, Ten Lost, the prequel to Aleph Shin, is author Sender Zev's latest literary masterpiece. It reveals the mind-boggling background of the awesome tale of Aleph Shin. Now just released, both books in one hardcover volume, two for the price of one, a great Hanukkah gift. Available at Jewish bookstores throughout the United States, England, and Israel. See the ad on Israel National Radio or check out the website at www.tmspublishing.com. That's www.tmspublishing.com. All right, folks, you are listening to Yeshine Friends on Israel National Radio. Today is the Likud primaries. And I can't believe it. Maybe Moshe Feiglin's going to make it into the Knesset. And I feel like, wow, I'm so excited. This is exactly what we've been waiting for for a long time. What he's been waiting for, you know, it just goes to show you that you put in effort for a long time and it pays off. And we're trying to get him on the line right now because uh, Moshe is in the midst of a, of a hectic uh, day out there. And he said he'd be on, so we're trying very hard to, to reach him. We'll see if we can do it uh, right now. He's out there. I think he's in Beersheba voting for. I hope he's voting for himself. I hope he's not being like too generous with his with his vote. I doubt that he that he is. Um, uh, the party's prospects to win the next the, the Likud party's prospects to win the next elections are looking good. The Likud's ninety nine thousand registered uh, members, just ninety nine thousand. That's a hundred thousand people, and that's uh, one of the biggest parties in Israel. It's interesting. Registered members. Um, and we're given the opportunity to elect the Knesset roster today. Uh, polling stations opened at 10 a.m. at 90 locations nationwide and will remain open until 11 p.m. The voter, t- the voter turnout rate is estimated somewhere between 50 to 60 percent. Likud voters will be casting their ballots through a computerized system in the hopes of uh, aver- averting the computer fiasco that Labor dealt with last week. Uh, here's an ad that ran in the Jerusalem Post that was unlike most political ads that you've seen. It says, keep this number, 052-6070-119. This is my personal cell phone. You will need it when I become a Knesset member. Remember calling your congressman or senator? Remember being able to to complain to elected officials? Who do you call in Israel? 1-800-WHO-CARES? Question mark, exclamation point. So number 211, that every every Likud member uh, has a number that you vote for, to, uh, whoever's running today. 211 is Shmuel Sackett. He is the co-founder of Zuhar Tseno and Manigut Yudit. Uh, he has encouraged Aliyah and Jewish leadership in over 500 speeches throughout the U.S. and Canada in the last seven years. Uh, he promises to be uh, the elected official that you deserve to have. He promises to answer to you, the voter. He promises to best his help I can. He promises to listen, do whatever it takes to be uh, your true representative, and therefore we're gonna we're gonna you know test him right now by uh, getting him on the line. Shmuel Sackett, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. You see, you called on my cell phone, and I answered. Indeed, indeed. I actually held up your poster to my technician and said, please call that number and see if he will answer. <laughs> so so test number one has passed. And the okay. big test is, is whether uh, Manigut Yudit and yourself and Moshe Feiglin are going to do well in today's, uh, in today's primaries. How are you feeling? 
Well, I'm feeling good. Baruch Hashem, I've been here since, uh, here being Yerushalayim. There's one polling station in all of Yerushalayim. It's Binyanei Ha'uma, the Jerusalem Convention Center. And I've been here since uh, 9.30 this morning. The polls actually opened at, at 10, as you uh, correctly stated. They're open till 11 o'clock tonight. It's quite cold here. I don't think people were prepared for how cold it is. And the waiting time here is two and a half Hours, Ouch. believe it or not, two and a half from the time you get here to the time you actually walk out and say, "Ah, I voted." Two and a half hours. Now that's not everywhere. My daughter is working the polling station in Ranana. There, it's seven minutes. So uh, <laughs> it all depends here. For, I don't know why, but there's only one polling station in all of Yerushalayim, and there's just a lot of people. But the uh, atmosphere is good. It's positive. Everybody here is uh, is a Likudnik. Everybody here is anxious to uh, get a good, strong list together. And uh, even though we're all waiting online in the cold and for a long time, it's a good uh, atmosphere, and I feel very positive about Moshe's chances and mine as well. Very good. Okay, very good. Do you feel that with Moshe and, let's say, yourself, God, God willing, uh, in the Knesset, do you think that you'll be able to pull Benjamin Netanyahu, you know, to the right? He seems to be, let's put it this way mildly, he is not excited about your chances to go and be a Knesset member alongside him. That's 100% correct, and the reason is because he's trying to become, in my opinion, the next Ariel Sharon which means he has plans for various disengagements or explosions, as we call it, and we're not going to let him do that. Uh, Sagrin and Sackett, and we have other people, uh, Sagiva Suvin, Asya Entov, Boaz Etsni, people that are very strong, that are simply not going to, well, let's put it this way, we're going to fight to the best of our ability to make sure that that, that doesn't happen, that he, that he sticks to the Likud Charter, which is for settlement, pro-settlement in every inch of the land. Uh, we call for annexation of Judea and Samaria, we call for settlement, we call for Aliyah, we call for Jewish pride, Jewish identity, and Jewish strength returned to the once proud and mighty IDF. Very good. Uh, who else do you recommend voting for today, other than Moshe Fagel and Shmuel Sackett? Well, as I mentioned, we have also Asiento, because the way it works is you have 12 people on what they call the national list, two on the Olim, that's the immigrant, and one on the regional, uh, where you live. So on the 12, we're recommending, of course, Moshe Feiglin and Sagiva Sulin, who's a young fellow, not religious, but very traditional and, and really a wonderful fellow. We're also recommending <laughs> Michael Kleiner. We're recommending Ruby Rivlin, people that were completely against the Hitnatkut, the expulsion, people that were very, very strong. Shalom Alecha, one of the voters is just telling me, I need to <laughs> While I'm interviewing, I'm also here at the polling station, and somebody just said that they voted for me, so I had to give them a yashra call. I apologize. Right, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> that's, that's, that's live radio, and we're excited that you're out there, and we're excited that this... this is this a big day for you? Do, you? do you feel that way? Do you feel like this is a day that you waited for for a long time, through Look, a lot of different is, efforts? Yeah, there's no question. This is the first time, you should know, that Likud voters are doing such a thing. First time in history, up until now, the... The Knesset slate was picked exclusively just by the Merkaz, the Likud Central Committee. This is the first time where all 96,000 voting members of Likud have the right to pick the list. And they're excited. That's why we're expecting like a 60% voter turnout, which is quite high, because people are, are saying, hey, I can finally pick the list. I can't, I, I'm not going to complain about it later. I have the opportunity today to pick the list. 
So people are standing here, and as I mentioned, standing in the cold and standing for many hours, but they're excited because they can do something they haven't done before. And we've pushed, I've spoken so many times, and I've told people, the day, the, 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 the day to battle is primary day. Because in February, on February 10th, when the actual national elections are going to be held, it's too late. If we could get 34 seats, and we're hoping for even more, well, who are those 34 guys? Today is the fight for who those 34 guys are going to be. And that's what we've been screaming and yelling, jointly could, make your voices heard, and it's a big day for me personally, okay, but I'm not concerned personally, I'm talking about the, the, the battle that we're waging, and that is where the people have the right, hopefully, to put Moshe in and to really start this dream of Jewish leadership to become a reality. Wow, that is that is a big uh, that is a big change. You're right. The Likud was a central committee kind of oligarchy. Now suddenly it's it's open to the people, and and there you are. You're right there. You've positioned yourself, and you've worked for a long time to position yourself uh, as as people who make uh, opinions in the Likud, who have who have people to vote for in the Likud. Your your uh, also presence on the media has been very strong. Uh, the media has been eating up uh, the discourse of the Netanyahu Feiglin kind of uh, fight and and Moshe Feiglin and, and yourself have been actually more in the media than ever before so that's another victory that's another victory because again it gives us a platform for our ideas it gives us a stage to really express what exactly it is we're doing and you know we're fighting for one thing and that is a Jewish state you know after all that's why we made Aliyah and that's why the state was established in the first place so we can have a place that's a Jewish state with a Jewish culture and a Jewish army and unfortunately these things have been taken from us in the last few years but I look and focus on the positive we're going to get all that back Okay, Shmuel Sackett, I want to thank you very much. You're number two one one on the Olim list uh, right. of the uh, of the of the Likud, and I'll be voting for you today. Hopefully, after I get off of uh, this the show. Thank you very much. You do a great job. Sheva and to all the listeners. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. And we have. Thank you, Shmuel Sackett, very much for being with us. And we have with us the candidate Moshe Faglin on the line right now. Thank you very much for joining us, Moshe. In your busy day, welcome. Good evening, Isai. How are you? How's how's it feel to be uh, the man of the hour right now? Oh, the, the, the warm welcome we're getting in any in all the uh, voting booths in all the Likud uh, branches that we're running. I was today in Yerushalayim, then in Be'er Sheva, then in Kiryat Gat. Right now, I'm in Ashkelon. Uh, we have a very very busy and long night uh, ahead of us. And let's put it this way: uh, if what the Likud voters uh, is going to be uh, at the is going to if the way they voted is going to be the way uh, the results uh, show. Uh, I think uh, we're gonna we're gonna make it. That sounds really good. You've worked a really long time for this. Uh, Money good you did has been around for some eight years, I think, and and has gone through you know a lot of work in order to bring this day about. Do you feel that way? Am I, am I right in my assessment that this is kind of a, a culmination of, of of years of work? It, it is it is very important to understand what's on the what what is going to be decided today by the Likud voters. Uh, if God forbid, I will not be in the list. We're going to have again Likud, big Likud, but Likud the kind of we had with Sharon Likud that goes for more disengagements, more giving away lands, more 
give, giving up uh, the country. If I will be in, in the Likud list, this will not happen because the Likud Knesset members will understand that uh, because we will bring in a wave of supporters into the Likud and it will be uh, a, 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 a too much of a political risk for a Knesset member, Likud Knesset member, to vote against Eretz Yisrael. It is, it is very simple. Today, the way, the way uh, uh, we vote, the battle today is not on Faglin. The battle today is on our land. Simple and clear as that. You think, looking ahead towards the day after uh, the day after the vote, the big vote, do you think that uh, a person like Benjamin Netanyahu will swallow the bitter pill, work with Moshe Faglin, uh, you know, accept the reality of the you know Likud referendum, the Likud uh, primaries, and just say, okay, Zemashiyesh, this is what I have, and this is what I'm going to work with, and I'm going to still lead, and I'm going to feel good about it? Or do you well, think that there's some kind of way that he's going to try to squirm out of it? Well, first of all, let's pray. And, and work very, very hard and make sure that I'll get in. Uh, there are all kind of uh, tricks and dirty foolish tricks, as they say, going on. A lot of problems uh, with, the, uh, with, the, with the system, with the voting system over here. Uh, it's a big battle. It's not a simple voting. It, 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 it is a big battle. It is us against the media, against the Likud system, against all the computerized system. Uh, nothing, nothing is coming easy over here. However, if Bezat Hashem, when Bezat Hashem, not if, when Bezat Hashem, it, w- it will happen, and I hope and I believe it will be tonight, yes, I believe Netanyahu will have to swallow that pill and understand that he cannot take the Likud at, at the same direction that Sharon took it. Hmm. And, and you think he'll be able to work with you and to, and to once kind of... He, once he will understand that, he will have to work. If he, if he won't ha- understand that, uh, just God knows what, what's going to happen. But the question is not Netanyahu. The question is the future of the state of Israel. That, right. that, 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 that is really the question. Um, indeed, it is the question. And uh, everybody's kind of, uh, you know, it, it's become that the other polit- religious Zionist political entities are kind of not exciting right now. People, There's probably more religious Zionist type of people running, uh, with, or, or at least those kind of ideas, running in the Likud right now than there are even in, in the religious Zionist party. There's just so much kind of excitement uh, about uh, the Likud right now. And, and I, I think minimally a lot of these ideas have gotten out through the media, a lot of discourse. You've had a lot of media exposure yourself, which is which is something that you know they've tried to shut you out. But suddenly you're in the media. You're you're talking, and and people see your face, and people are thinking to themselves, maybe I can swallow this idea. What do you think about that? Look, uh, Netanyahu obviously is terrified, terrifi- terrified of the fact that I will be inside the list, and I will not let him do with the Likud what Sharon did with the Likud, and that's why he started a war. Once he started that war. I, I had to, you know, shoot back. And once that started, uh, it, will, it, it, it got all over the news. And, uh, and everybody understand that this uh, primaries uh, is not between the... Uh, it's, not about, it's not about which Knesset member is going to be in. It, it, it is about who's going to lead Likud. Feiglin or Netanyahu. That's, that, that's the real story over here. Wow. Is Netanyahu, Netanyahu going to take the Likud 
uh, and give it as a, as a present with all the big mandates that the uh, that the good Jews gave it. Gave it. Going to give it as a present to the extreme left, or the Likud finally is going to be a real national camp, new, real national party, real party that represents the the old Likud values. That 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 is the question. Now now uh, once you understand that, you understand that. Uh, it's, uh, you understand why the media see it as, 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 the, as the real issue of this election makes it so, uh, so interesting, so important. Well, I'm very excited. I want to tell you I'm looking forward to standing uh, in line for an hour uh, after work uh, here in Beitel. We have our own Likud uh, Kalpi, our own voting booth here in Beitel, and uh, it's open till 10 that, tonight. Let me tell you, Isha, in Beitel, specifically in Beitel and in the Yesha voting booth, and in Yerushalayim, in the places where I am strong, they make our life much harder. You'll have to stand for maybe for a long time. There'll be problems with the system. Don't give up. Stay there. Demand that your vote will be full. Make sure that everything is working. We are strong. We have, uh, uh, we, we breathe longer. And we will win, Bezat Absolutely. You, you can count on me to do my vote fully. I'm going to take my MP3 player. I'm going to take my phone. I'm going to do my work. I'm going to do whatever I have to do over there until I, until I make sure I get everything right. Okay. Moshe. Okay. I have to leave here. I'm in Ashkelon right now. Okay. Okay, Hatzlachat to you. Have a great day. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. That was uh, Moshe Feiglin, the candidate. Are we going to be speaking with Moshe Feiglin, the winner Next Money Good Mondays, stay tuned. You're all going to find out. That's a very exciting prospect indeed. And uh, that's, that's fun for me to have that interview uh, because, you know, it's, it, you know what? You know, I have to tell you, I'm going to just stop here for a second, make a little pause and say, I've been interviewing Moshe Faglin on the show for, I don't know, how long have we had Money Good Mondays for? Three years. You know, a long time. And it seems to me, that now I think he's going to come into his own. And I'm very excited. I'm very excited to be part of this. For me as a Jew, and as an Israeli, really, and I'm very proud to be an Israeli. I'm very proud, proud to be an Israeli. This, this, is, this, is, uh, this is a good person getting in. And other people that um, I think should be getting out are kind of getting out. So good things are happening. And I want to say, when it comes to good things are happening, yes, there's also a lot of bad things that are happening. But we have to be positive. We must be positive. We must not fall for negativity. We must not... Nobody's going to give us a prize for being all gloomy and dark. We got to be positive. We got to see the little good things. And I want to say that Moshe Faglin's work is going to pay off tonight, I hope. Um, interestingly enough, while Moshe Faglin seems to be going up, some stuff is going down, and that's the American economy, which is just going down. Just down and down and down. But something from this down is going to make it up. Do you know what that is, ladies and gentlemen? That is American Aliyah. That's right. The current global economic crisis has spurred interest in immigration to Israel. As I predicted, some people told me that it would actually diminish uh, Aliyah, but I said no. The current global, global economic crisis has spurred interest in immigration to Israel, according to the Jewish Agency for Israel. In recent months, uh, the Jewish Agency reports a dramatic rise in the number of immigration applications due to the declining economy in which the U.S. has been hit the hardest. In response to the economic crisis, 
The Jewish Agency, together with the Ministry of Immigrant Absorption, will be running employment seminars throughout North America, Great Britain, and France. An Israeli team of experts will speak on job opportunities, new tax incentives, and health issues that new immigrants and returning Israelis face. In addition, officials will be able to field questions on tuition-free higher education grants for new immigrants and internship and volunteering opportunities. Quote, the economic crisis has, the economic crisis has spurred I'm getting another text, by the way, text message on my phone, and I have gotten a thousand text messages from the Likud, and this one says, Mumlatsei chavarim beyosh begin sahar erdan. It's, it's more like, vote for these guys, vote for these guys, vote for these guys. I can't take it anymore. Okay. So, um, um, Right. The economic crisis has spurred increased interest in, in employment opportunities in Israel, says uh, Liran Afisar, who's the Jewish agency Aliyah Department liaison. She says a number of new immigrants and Israelis in the U.S. have recently inquired into making Aliyah. Uh, or returning to Israel. We are privileged to host a team of leading Israeli experts specializing in employment, health insurance, higher education, and new tax reform in order to answer pertinent questions from those uh, considering living in Israel these days. So with all the hardships, the harder ships are in America, and American Jews and Israelis living in America are now starting to consider very seriously making Aliyah. Personally, I think they missed the boat of coming here when times were good, but that doesn't mean anything. Forget what I just said. Erase it. Forget it. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't matter where you are in life, when you are in life. Every moment is right. And yesterday, I bumped into a Jew who told me, you know, if I, and he's like, I don't really don't speak Hebrew, but I'm considering making Aliyah. The only question is, you know, will I really make a difference if I come here? And I said to him, if you're even asking that question, the answer is unequivocally yes. Yes. If you care about making a difference, you will make a difference. And it might be in your building block, and it might be in your community, and it might be in your synagogue, and it might be in your radio station, and it might be in your political party, and it might be uh, helping an old lady across the street. You're going to make a difference when you come here. So, um, listen, here's some statistics. Over 2,000 North Americans immigrated to Israel last year, according to the Central Bureau of Statistics. Hundreds of Israelis returned from North America. A total of 18,129 new immigrants came to Israel in the year 2007. Uh, the vast majority of immigrants came from the former Soviet Union. Uh, statistics show a 50% increase in the number of Israelis returning in recent months compared to the same time frame last year. Although the economic crisis has also affected Israel, numerous employment options are currently available. So they are making um, these Aliyah conferences for people to find out. In New York, Boston, Chicago, Washington, San Fran, Miami, Montreal, and Toronto, the New York conference took place on Sunday, and the Baltimore conference will take place on Monday. For further information... Email workinginisrael at gmail.com. So I am pretty happy about that, folks. We are coming home. The Jewish people are coming home by hook or by crook. We are coming home. We are voting money good you deed. We're making all the difference. We're, we're getting involved. We're overcoming the dark sides of things. We're being positive and we're going to win and we're going to take it all the way home and we're not going to let things bring us down. We're going to just say thank God Almighty for every opportunity we have just to walk on this land, to have friends on this land, to breathe the air of this land and to uh, fight those, you know, deal with those challenges that are there for us. More great stuff is on the way on Israel National Radio, the PR agency for God. Stay tuned.